NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Look into Quest, the lab that's processed over 25 million tests and counting. You can get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's experience and accuracy you can trust from Quest, the largest medical testing lab in the country. So order today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three of It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. Have you got a horror Often imitated, never duplicated, the greatest show on dirt, the to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving. Nation presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Aaron Evernham and Steve Post, zooming our way through 2020. Aaron, how are you? I'm doing well. Lots of racing to watch this past weekend, so life is good. How about you? Yeah, same thing. Lots and lots of racing. Um, Really, really fun stuff. I actually went to a little dirt track down in Lawrence, South Carolina, so I got a little little dirt in my soda pop, not dirt in my beer. It was a long day with the Atlanta truck race, but... uh, uh, was so I, so I didn't have any beers there, but I had some dirt in my soda. And so it was good being out at the racetrack, good seeing a dirt track. And, and I'm with you. Um, uh, slowly but surely, we're stepping our way back to normal. Maybe not normal for fans who get to go to races, mm-hmm. uh, but for those of us who spend most of our time following on pay-per-view, it's getting back to normal for us. It really is. And, and some of the racing this past weekend was spectacular. I mean, oh my gosh. We, well, let's get into some of that. Yeah. It's a classic King screen printing and embroidery hot topics. Uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about the sense of normalcy. Then we'll talk about some spectacular racing. Okay. The normalcy is Friday night, Attica, Saturday night, Knoxville, man. I'm telling you what that is. That is good. I know Attica had no fans. Knoxville had social distancing, but a fair amount of fans there. Um, but uh, when Attica's running on Friday night and Knoxville's running on Saturday night, things are starting to get back to normal. They are. And then you had the All-Stars running, you know, the Outlaws. I know we're going to talk about it, but there was a lot of racing to be watched this weekend. Yes, there was. So good to have all that normalcy. Okay. The All-Stars. 
what they are giving us with their thundering tour through the, what is it, the, the comedic gaskets thunder through the planes presented by Hercules yeah. tires or whatever it is, something like that. Okay. Um, the racing has been phenomenal. Did you see that Friday night race with those yeah. four or five drivers go at each other? Yes, it was. I mean, it wasn't even a two car battle. It was four cars and there were sliders and every, it was, it was awesome. That race was fantastic. And, and what I loved about it is you had two stalwart all-star guys, Corey Eliason yep. and Aaron Reitzel. You had interloper Kyle Larson and you had Danny Dietrich who posse, maybe, maybe not today. I'll let you know tomorrow where I'm going last night. I mean, it, yeah. and, and you had all four of them. And at any moment in that race, I mean, there was less than two laps to go. And I said, Dietrich's going to win this thing. Yeah. Because the way he got that run that one time off from turn number two, I thought, holy God, he found something down there. Um, yeah. End up right still getting the win, but what a thriller that was. That, that was a fun race. Yeah, it was. And what a great racetrack and surface. I mean, to watch them just going so slow around those tires in the infield and whoever was running the top was like, you know, giving it their all. It was such a neat race. Yeah, it really was. So good stuff for the All-Stars. They continue on with their tour through the uh, through the plains and uh, they've given us the races every night and uh, oh gosh so so again a little sense of normalcy here we are in june and the all-stars i know it's not ohio speed week but it is a speed week per se and we're getting all-star racing across the board world of outlaws at beaver dam man that uh, that's a great racetrack and uh, they they didn't disappoint and boy i am telling you brad sweet is a whole handful for everybody right now he sure is. When Donnie Schatz is talking about him after the race, like, you know, how impressive Brad is and how he's not on top of his game, you know. If Schatz is saying that about someone else, it's, it's saying it, something. And I think the thing of it is with Brad, you look at it, it's a complete package. That, that the, the, the car is detailed to the nth degree, which, which many of those cars on the World of Outlaw Tour yeah. are. They're, 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 that's, that's, but they're, they're doing it, okay? Uh, they're giving him the setup. And I just like the last two years, it was leading into Knoxville last year, Brad's mind, Brad's dedication, Brad's mm -hmm. determination, Brad's commitment, Brad's study of his art, his craft, his skill, his study of that. I think we had him on and he talked about the skill it took to run the bottom of Knoxville. And he's applying that to every place they go, mm -hmm. uh, which is what Donnie Schatz has been doing the last eight or 10 years. And Brad has really found a rhythm here. It's, it, as a driver, he is just really, really on top of his game. He really is. And like you said, when we've talked to him in the past, he, he talks about his craft, but he talks about times he makes mistakes. And for us, we don't, we don't see those because he's been running so well. But he's constantly – he's one of those drivers that just – I mean, everyone wants to improve every week. But you can tell what Brad's put into it to get where he is. You really can. And it's going to be fun. And I'll be anxious to see how he does at uh, Knoxville this weekend because he struggled there the last time. So, uh, if I'm taking any money to Vegas, it's on Brad Sweet because he'll figure <laughs> it out and be pretty solid, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, great to have a lot of racing in Pennsylvania as well. Um, Sealands Grove. Now, I know it's a 360 show. But 67 sprint cars in the pits there, that is cool. Yeah. Lincoln, okay, Dylan Sisney could throw a stone and hit Port Royal. Port's not open. They open up this weekend. Dylan is the first two – who had Dylan Sisney as the first two-time winner at, uh, at Lincoln? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> who had him winning at Lincoln, and he's the first two-time winner. Really good stuff for Dylan. And this is only going to help his game 
when he gets back to Port Royal and gets back to, to track where he has a, a, a lot of seat time. I, I'm, I'm anxious to see how Dylan says he does because, Aaron, we've talked about it. Racing and then winning are two very key things to having success. Absolutely. And like, like you said, you know, no one would have predicted him winning two at Lincoln this year, but that confidence, not just what they've done to the car, but as a driver, when you get used to winning, you expect winning. That's exactly right. Expect winning, that's for sure. And that is what Lance DeWeese does. And he won the Greg Hodden Memorial. We're going to talk uh, Memorial at BAPS. Okay, we're going to talk to Stuart Brubaker, who won at Attica, and we're going to talk to Lance DeWeese coming up on the show. It is going to be awesome as well. And we're expecting to win with a great show here for sure. And if you are in need for apparel or embroidery or anything like that, you can win as well with Classic Ink Screen Printing and Embroidery, our friends and partners with the Classic Ink uh, Hot Topics. Offering full custom driver apparel and crew wear options, full service embroidery department specializing in headwear and, uh, and outerwear. They have an experienced design team and they have a dedicated sales department. Yeah, and it's not just for racing. Local businesses, school districts, sport teams, you name it, they all use Classic Ink. Some drivers like Sheldon Hoddenshield, Donnie Schatz, Danny Dietrich, David Stremme with Lethal Chassis, Tony Stewart and Brian Brown, the list goes on of drivers that use ClassicInkUSA.com for all their apparel needs. Yes, indeed. Great stuff. And we talked about some of the great racing. Let's take a listen to some of it here. It is from Beaver Dam, the world of outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. It's Johnny Gibson with the call on Dirt Vision. It's Brad Sweet. It's Sheldon Hodgshill mixing it up for the uh, for the win. Uh, it's our Drydeen Diesel All-Deftifying Move of the Week. And now for the Drydeen Deftifying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. The big cat up high, Sheldon Hottenshield down low, slower car down low, Jason Sides, and that allows Brad Sweet to claim the race lead. Sweet leads lap 27. Sheldon back to the inside, Sheldon back to the point down the back straightaway. Two left to go, Brad Sweet led the last time across the line. He's right there now into one and two. Sweet to the outside, again looking for the lead again, Sheldon fends off the challenge. Into three and four, they'll race to the white flag in heavy traffic, and Brad Sweet leads at the white flag. That death-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Deaf, the official deaf of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. 
You know, Aaron, HRP Wings, the original uh, recess rivet wing manufacturers um, uh, in, the, in the sport, they use wind tunnel and track performance testing to outpace the industry designs with their design work, their innovation, and their functionality. Not only for sprint cars, but lightning sprints, micro sprints, junior sprints, and they are also shipped across the world and can be economically ground shipped to your door. Yep, and it's easy to shop the entire line of Hefner Racing products online at hrpracing.com from your desktop or right on your phone. First-time online orders, you can use the promo code MRN at checkout for 10% off the first order. All right, let's get right to it. The Zoom line is where we're going, and joining us from the state of Pennsylvania, fresh off from a trip to Victory Lane at Bats Motor Speedway in the Greg Hodnett Memorial Race, Lance DeWeese. Hello, Lance. Welcome into Wing Nation. Well, thanks for having me. Looking forward to being on again. Well, I'll tell you what, we, we usually chat with you after wins, and uh, the, the racing this year has been weird in that we're doing it, we're not doing it, we don't know when we're doing it, but uh, uh, it's got to be good to get back to Victory Lane at Bats on Sunday night. Yeah, it sure was. It's just good to be back racing again. It's it's kind of messed up because you really don't know, you know, what we're going to do next. Um, right now we have some clarity on what we're tentatively doing as far as racing here in Pennsylvania, but um, you, you never know. It could all change tomorrow, and yeah, that's just kind of, it's kind of messed up with how everything is right now. Lance, as frustrating as that is, uh, obviously, uh, you know, last night went very well. Um you mentioned in Victory Lane, and I, I just love this about you. You said the car was okay. We've got some work to do. You won by five seconds. Um, when, are you ever really satisfied with a car, truly? Every time we have you on, you have these spectacular wins, and you're always, you always want more. Well, I mean, that's kind of what keeps us going. <laughs> um, we, we know that, you know, if we're good or not. You know what I mean? And um, do I think I could start 10th and won that race? Probably not. Um, you know, it's easy to sit here and say today, I don't think that, but you don't know. But um, but that's what keeps driving us. I've always been that way. Um, I can run second and go, wow, I had a great race car. You know, you can run fifth and have a great race car, and you can win and not have a great race car. So, you know, we were pretty good. I didn't like how we were late in the race, and we got some issues there. We had – um and just uh, slowed up and lapped cars too much. I couldn't get by them as easily as I like to. So um, we got some work, but that's only our fifth race of the year. Or so, um, and every we you know been all these different tracks and not getting no consistency as far as racing back to back nights and being able to work on the race cars. Lance is the guy that's never sat in a race car in his life. Okay, I, I'm trying to you. You talk about the struggles late getting around the lap traffic is 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 something that you guys have pinpointed. Is that something you feel in the race car? Do you do you watch the video to back that up? How do you how do you know that? And again, like I said, because I, I have no idea what that what that even means as a guy that's never done it before. Well, Aaron would understand what, what I'm getting ready to say is, I I felt like I slowed up to the lap car's pace. I couldn't run my pace. I slowed down because of, you know, the dirty air from them. And I just, I felt like I was running their pace instead of being able to run where I wanted to run. And um, at one point, from my understanding, after the fact that they knocked a two seconds off my lead at one point because of lap cars. So, um, you, you know that as a racer, if you follow a lap car too much, you know, you're slowing down a little bit and, you know, you just, you know, don't know where everybody's coming or what they're doing. So um, it, it's, you know, it's always an area that you you want to keep your, your pace and not run the lap car's pace. 
Lance, you said before the feature that you guys changed everything. And I, I question that, like, as a driver and a racer, you've, you've ran so many races in Pennsylvania. You would, you think at some point you've got like a base solid setup. What is it about sprint car racing or not having raced that much this year that you're, you're almost throwing things at it? Well, there's uh, numerous things there. The tires seem like they're always a little different from year to year. Um, mm -hmm. Track surface is always changing from year to year. Um, yeah. It's been, you know, not quite, you know, it's probably been 10 months since I've been to Susquehanna or mm -hmm. BAP Speedway as we, it's called now. Um, so, yeah, just little things like that. And um, the surface was a little tricky. Heat races, you had to be on the bottom. It was real dirty, not, you know, holding up to anything up high. And then it kind of flipped. You could run the top in the feature room one and two. The three and four, you kind of ran wherever you wanted to. But, um, yeah, it just, it just changed. And, you know, the, the good thing about our team is we kind of know if we're good or not. And um, we don't sugarcoat it, you know, and, and try to BS anybody, you know, when we're not. So um, we, we know where we're heading, where we want to go, and how good we want to be. Is this a matter if we can get there? How is the – how much I, I'm trying to put my arms around what I'm even trying to ask the racing in Pennsylvania. We understand it's a mess up there. And we understand that the, 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 the politicians have, you are, you're not, you're doing this. You're not, you're not going to have fans. You are going to have fans. That, that's it's a, it's a mess everywhere. As far as that goes, when you have gotten to race, catching up with folks in the pit area, seeing some fans at the racetrack, um, how has it been? Is the, is the enthusiasm, is that level still there in Pennsylvania? Oh, I think so. I think it's, probably I think a lot more people are, people are happy to be at the racetrack yeah you know and you know it's June normally by this time you know most people are burned out already here in Pennsylvania you know because we race so much so you know from for us you know it's June I've had five races in now the flip side of that is you know we didn't have a single race schedule in June for us this year except for speed week starting in two weeks so now our schedule change. We'll, we'll be racing twice next weekend, and some added shows that people added. So, um, yeah, it's just I think it's just weird because nobody really knows like what we're doing next. Like where where are we racing next? Until like it seems like you know week by week. You know you can't. There's really no planning right now, and um, that's just kind of a little weird compared to what everybody used to. Um, yeah, I'm grateful our racetracks are taking a a stand, a chance, whatever you want to call it, in racing. Um, and let people get out of their homes and enjoy themselves and and live your life instead of trying to be controlled on what you can do and can't do. No doubt. Absolutely. And and for us, it, yeah, I'm sure as a driver, and a, it, it's frustrating, but at least we're seeing some racing. At least we're getting there one step at a time. Uh, Lance, this was an emotional win. You and Greg were good friends. You talked about it in Victory Lane, how you were great competitors, but you guys were really close off track. I, I kind of look at you guys as, well, growing up and racing, you were some of my heroes, but I loved you. Both of you have that engineering mind and you're always, you know, analyzing every part of it. Just talk a little bit about Greg and how much winning his Memorial race means. Well, it meant a great, great deal to me just because, you know, as competitors, you normally don't have, a, you know, where you get along. I don't know the easiest way to word it, but where you can kind of, have problems one night with each other and then next night forget about it. And that's kind of how Greg was. He's, he was pretty low key. 
mild manner, a lot like me. We didn't carry stuff over to the next race. And it, most of the time it was just racing. And we, you know, we could show up the next night and talk about other things besides racing. And it just kind of went by the wayside. And, um, you know, he was always like that with everybody. I mean, he was a very a gracious person to everybody. And um, I think that's why he was so, so well liked and so well respected. And, um, you know, the, the Grove National one after his, his passing meant a lot to me for me, his family, the whole Pennsylvania area. And, you know, this is actually the first, quote, you know, race in his honor that I won. Um, so it, it's neat. Um, it's it's going to be a special place for that trophy. And, um, yeah, it's just great to honor his memory. And um, and we got some things we're going to do for the foundation for the auction during our speed week. So um, it, it's it's just going to be a good deal. And, you know, he, he was a great person. And that's what everybody just needs to kind of keep remembering. Forget about the racing. He was just a great person to be around. And you could have fun with him and um, didn't take stuff too seriously when you were joking. So, um it was always great to be around it. You're part of, you're part of uh, uh, one of our behind the scenes stories. Uh, Aaron and I, I go to the racetrack all the time and I'm about as dumb as a box of rocks. Okay. Aaron is an engineer. Okay. So we were in a rain delay at Williams Grove and I walked up in, I think it was Greg's hauler and you and he were up there talking shocks and wings and wing angles and six tire, you guys weren't talking six tires, you could have, but I would have been, you know, you guys were talking about it, and I'm texting Aaron, and I'm saying, you ain't going to believe the conversation I'm part of, two engineers talking racing, Aaron wanted to be the third engineer in that conversation, and she says, what are they saying, I said, I have no idea, I mean, you guys, you guys really, and and, and, I, and the beauty of it is, is I think you guys knew your, your secrets were safe with me, because I didn't know what you were talking about, and, and couldn't clear it, but you guys really had a relationship where from the technical end of it, you could bounce a lot off from each other, and, 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 and learn from each other, whether it's shocks or other parts of the race car. Well, you know, I did their shocks for a number of years, um, so I was around him a good bit, even as a competitor, I still was around him a good bit. And, you know, we always threw ideas off each other and, you know, we could talk about things. That's what I mean. There's, it was just kind of a different relationship because you, you don't have that with other drivers. And, um, and it was, we always could just talk about stuff in the open. And because, you know, as Aaron would tell you, what works for me might not work for Aaron or, you know, Greg or whoever, yeah, it's a whole different circumstances. And it's all about putting everything together for that moment, you know, based off track conditions and all, you know, Carl Kensler said it best, you, you race the racetrack and um, if you beat the racetrack, you beat probably 95% of your competitors. So um, that's how, you know, that's how I know Davey kind of looks at it. He worries about our race car and the racetrack and really don't worry about what other people are doing. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about Davey. He just celebrated, what, his 86th birthday, was it? Yes. How, how neat is it to still work with him, have the success, and see him still enjoying the wins? It's great, and I, I think he needs this more than anything racing right now. Um, it's so funny because um, I, I think, you know, with everything that's going on, yeah, we all know the, the hardest hit is elderly, elderly people. You know, in the state of Pennsylvania, over the age of 65, has been pretty hard hit. And um, the other week, um, Donald, I forget where we were supposed to race. I don't think we end up racing, but he called David and asked him if he wanted to go race. And David was more excited about it than anybody else. So um, I'm sure he was tired of sitting around his house and not doing nothing. And um, 
Yeah, it's just neat to see him at that age, just enjoying his life still and doing what he loves to do. And um, it, it's just funny because he, he does. He just really does enjoy it still. And, and that just blows me away at times. It's amazing. It really is. His passion, his heart, his spirit for it is absolutely amazing. And you do pretty good yourself. Donald does pretty good as the team owner, Lance. We appreciate the time. Congratulations. Where are you going this weekend? Do you have, do you have this weekend planned out or is it still yeah. too early to tell? Well, we'll be at Port Royal. They have two nights of racing, Saturday night and Sunday night. We'll be at both those shows this weekend. And then I think the following weekend, the Grove tentatively might be opening up. Okay. I'm not sure yet. And we'll be there on that Friday show um, if they open up. But And then we got our speed weeks. I don't know what's coming up with that. That's, that's two weeks away. So, you know, so far, a good many of our racetracks are racing. So um, we'll see if we get our speed weekend. That's going to be a little, little different because, you know, just like the fans, you know, can they plan for it? Are they playing for it? You know, I mean, it's just, it's just a little weird right now how the racing is. But the fans are supporting all the racetracks. And, you know, Knoxville had a really good crowd last Saturday night, and I mean, they're supporting all the racetracks, so it'll be interesting to see next weekend. You know, Port Royal's been really good with their stuff, so it to me, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of crowds they have for those two days. And you know, hopefully, you know, we have great weather for all the races, and and you know, it's fun. Yeah, for sure, should be fun, Lance. As always, we appreciate the conversation. Thanks for joining us here today. Well, thanks for having me. You guys have a great day, and look forward to talking to you again. There we go. Lance Deweese joining us here on Wing Nation. When we return, another race winner. He wanted Attica, Stuart Brubaker. He joins us next. Hey, Ashley, what are you up to? Oh, I just stopped by to grab some sage fruit apples. Now I just have to decide which ones. You can never go wrong with a Honeycrisp. They're light, crisp, and full of perfectly balanced flavor. Oh, hey. You could always go with one of their classics, the Gala or Fuji. They're both sweet and juicy. Grown in the heart of eastern Washington, Sage Fruit Company works hard on the farm and with their retail partners to provide high-quality apples and pears to consumers all year long. Well, I couldn't decide which ones. Thanks for the help, guys. I'll race you to the checkout. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. The world is right when we find out that they're racing Friday nights at Attica. And, and I've made no bones about it. That is one of my favorite places on the planet. I don't get there that often. And I just am so happy they raced. They did not have fans. But I know our guest here has got to be happy they raced as well because he parked it on the front stretch, took the big check in the trophy home. Stuart Brubaker joins us. Hello, Stuart. Hello. Hey, congratulations uh, on that win Friday night at, uh, at Attica. Um, I, 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 we, we chatted before we went on the air. Uh, Attica is open. You won the race. You slept in your own bed. That's a pretty good Friday night. Yeah, you can't beat that at all. Uh, finally get some racing going here in Ohio. Sure. The, I mean, looked like you had a fantastic night. You started on the front row. But lack traffic looked difficult. So talk about, um, you know, how difficult that is to navigate. But the track, the surface seemed great. There was a bunch of lanes to race. Yeah, we had some rain early. So that makes everyone fast and it makes it hard to pass. So um, we got in some lap traffic. And there were some guys you could run about anywhere. And it seemed like they were running where I wanted to run. And Caleb got by me and I was like, oh, man, we better sit back up in the seat here. So uh, 
we uh we, we we drove back past them and um finished that way yeah i guess so that is uh that is neat now um you had ran you had you had traveled a little bit and ran so it wasn't you weren't knocking the rust off totally but uh but 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 was there getting up going to get him back opening night at attica was there was there just uh, make making sure you were comfortable with the newness of it was there was there a little bit of that yeah there was because they put new dirt on okay. and then we had that rain so um it was real wet and heavy early actually i come in from qualifying i was mad i was like this thing is no good and uh it got us on the front row of the heat and then we got lucky and drew good for the feature well i guess it worked out so but <laughs> Yeah, a couple of weeks before that, we decided there's no racing around here, so we went to Peebley with the Outlaws and to knock the rust off. So we talked to some other drivers who have, have gone out, you know, from Pennsylvania or wherever, raced a little bit with the Outlaws. It seems like not only do you get that seat time, you knock the rust off, but there, there's something about racing with the Outlaws that makes you step up your game a little bit. So when you go back home, it seems it, it seems to help. Is that is that accurate? Yes, that is true. We went out there and uh, got our butts whipped on for sure but uh <laughs> but we learned a lot in two days we come back and i think we were 14th quick overall on on saturday night of our portion and um so you learn really quick out there and mm -hmm. it's real easy to miss a show with them guys but uh we come home we was able to take what we learned out there and come home and, and we were pretty good that is good to hear that really is and we hear that across the board when drivers do it so and, and 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 as we're doing this, we're recording this on Monday. Okay, so um, right now we don't know if Attica's running. What what do you what do you sense the next couple of weeks look like? I don't think any of us know definitively, but what's your sense as to where you guys are at in the state of Ohio with it all? Ah, uh, it's starting to break free a little bit more. I heard that uh, like Cedar Point and them places are going to start opening. I think the middle of next week, but there's okay. really strict guidelines from what I hear. So I'm hoping within the next couple of weeks we can start getting fans in the stands. Um, I heard Wayne County is running Saturday, 3,000 to win, 410 race with fans in the stands. Oh, wow. So hopefully slowly we can start opening things up here. Stuart, we, we've talked to, uh, you know, a number of drivers during this whole pandemic. And I know we talked to you last year. You're an independent team. You own your own stuff. Has it been difficult for you, or is it almost, if you're not racing, you're not spending money? How, how has that been for you? Actually, it kind of worked out okay for me this year because I farm also. So I was able to farm and get all the farming done at home, and I have to worry about who was doing what in the shop and need to leave for somebody to replace me in the tractor. So it worked out pretty good. I wasn't too too worked up about it, and then we got everything done. I'm like, then I started chomping at the bit. So then we went out, decided to travel to Missouri for a little while. but. Uh, it's not too bad. What type of farming do you do? Just corn, beans, and wheat. Nice, nice. That's good. Hey, got them all. Got the crops all in, and now we're now it's race season. That is neat. And uh, I can't beat that. No, no, it's it's it, it kind of worked out well, that's for sure. Well, Stuart, I'll tell you, it was great to see Attica back racing. Great to see you pick the win, your eighth career win there at the racetrack. And wherever this all goes, whenever you get the race again, we wish you the best. But uh, thanks for thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. No, thank you. Hopefully I get to join back up some more this year. Let's hope so. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Thanks again, man. Yep, thank you. All right, great to catch up with Stuart Brubaker. Uh, Aaron, did you, by any chance, did you see Dean Jacobs' wreck? I did. I actually, I just today was going through Attica's uh, post and saw the video. 
that old guy, he needs to take better care of himself. Yeah. I mean, that was a flip. That was a flip that would hurt a youngster. Yeah. And Dean's not a youngster. I mean, yeah. no, not at all. Wow, that was crazy. Really, really crazy stuff, that's for sure. Hey, you know, our friends at Plan B Sales, they're on a bit of a roll, okay? Uh, they've been on Kyle Larson's car. Kyle, of course, won Sunday night on the on the tour. They also were on Noah Gregson's Xfinity car, and for the first time in NASCAR, they picked up a win, so they'll have race-winning diecast. Plan B Sales was founded in 2010 as the leading or as a distributor of Lionel Diecast as well as uh, Chase Authentics Apparel. And they have grown drastically beyond that. Auto World, Greenlight, Collectibles, Brand Art, University of Racing Lines, Sam Bass's artwork, they have it all. They have a huge inventory. And as I mentioned, Aaron, they're partners with in sprint cars and in NASCAR racing with a lot of, uh, a lot of our heroes. They are. They're, they're partners with Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many other drivers. And right now, if you use the promo, promo code MRN, you get free shipping on purchases over $20. Great stuff. And, uh, and kudos to our friends at Plan B. I know Brent and LaDonna, they have been so excited uh, with, with Gregson getting that win. And then uh, they, had a, they had a modified guy got the win, but uh, Larson getting a win for him was really big as well. So fun stuff to see our partners enjoying success as well. We need to step away. When we come back, we're going to talk about the man from Mifflintown. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Team Driving. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation, uh, presented by Hercules Tires here, uh, talking sprint car racing. You know, the auto industry is the backbone of America's economy, and Ford chooses to invest more in America because of the rich heritage here. The Blue Oval employs more U.S. hourly workers and assembles more vehicles in America than any other automotive manufacturer, and they do it by a wide margin. They do, whether it's a Ford dealer in Kentucky or a technician in Indiana or an engineer in Michigan, we're proud to have them as part of the team. Ford is built for America. One of the great parts about sprint car racing that we love to talk about is our birthday calendar, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, located turn number two in Knoxville. Bob Baker, the executive director, is going to join us on our podcast, by the way, later this week. So birthday's coming up. Okay, we got Dwayne Poncho Carter. Uh, we got Earl Padgett. We've got Lee Elkins, Sam Hoffman. Today, Chuck Merrill. But today, Aaron, is the birthday of the man from Mifflintown, a 2004 inductee, Keith Kaufman. Did you ever get to race against Keith Kaufman? I did. I got to race with him a, a bit before he retired. What a legend. Port Royal, 129 wins, 13-time track champion. Williams Grove, 51 wins, a two-time track champion. But Aaron, here's the, here's the thing that I, that I, that I love about, uh, about Keith, okay? 
Um, he is a Hall of Famer. He has hung up the helmets. And he could walk away from this sport and be a Hall of Famer. Keith Kaufman is one of the volunteers that continues to work all the time at Port Royal. And I said volunteer, by the way. Yeah. Um, his, and, and, and I had a chance, we had a rain delay during the Weikert Memorial a couple years ago. And, and just through me being dumb lucky in the right spot at the right time, trying to find a suite with cold beer in it. Okay, that's what I was doing. I walk into a suite at Port Royal and there's one guy sitting in there and it's Keith Kaufman and he had cold beer. And I'll bet you, Aaron, I had 30 minutes with the man from Mifflin Town and we just talked about the track, the weather, the this, the that, the other thing. It, it, it was one of those moments that it's like, I look around and say, wait a minute, knock stuff off my shelf again. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think, okay, something's going on here. Okay, I want to okay. get back to the man from Mifflin Town, okay? Last week I walked in here and it was laying flat out, and I said I'm going to leave it laying flat out so it doesn't fall down during the show. I think the cleaning crew is setting stuff back up and setting me up for failure. I think they're doing that. That's what I think has happened. Well, let's just blame it on them. Blame it on them, yes. Yeah. Those of you listening, all the all the wall stuff on the back just fell out of my office chair. Those of you Zooming with us, you you may have seen it. So, um, yeah. So, But I had the opportunity there at Port Royal to hang out with, with Keith Kaufman for 30 minutes, and his passion for the sport mm -hmm. is amazing. Port looks great as they get to open up this weekend, and a lot of that handiwork is Keith Kaufman. It, it's, it's, it's amazing to see his passion for the sport continue today as a volunteer at a racetrack. That, that is amazing. I mean, you talk about passion, but what a legend, 129 wins at Port Royal. And I happen to think he's got one of the better nicknames out there. The man from Mifflin Town has always been one of my favorites. It really is. And the, the beauty of it is, is, is there, are, there are a lot of people we can call, uh, there, are, there are multiple people who are called the king in various genres, okay? We call everybody dude. Okay, we can call everybody this, that, or the other thing, but there's only one man from Mifflin Town, and so I agree. It is, it is a, uh, it is a unique, unique name, and, uh, and and part of a great legacy that is for sure. Kathy actually volunteers at the track. She sells souvenirs in one of the souvenir stands. I mean, that's just like, that's just they are such great people. Really, really neat. So happy birthday, man from Mifflin Town. And wishing you the best here on your birthday. Although he's probably working because Port Royal opens up this week. You know, the Knoxville Nationals is coming up and the National Sprint Car uh, Hall of Fame and Museum. They have second floor seating for the Nationals. So you can call Bob Baker for that. And and I know things are chasing, uh, changing, Aaron, but uh, the simulation is really big. And the Sprint Car Hall of Fame is doing a simulator Nationals as well. They are at the Hall of Fame during the 60th Annual Knoxville Nationals. They're having features that they can win purses, prizes, and all sorts of good items. It's August 12th through the 15th at the Emmett J. Malloy Pavilion, which is underneath the Brian Clausen Sweet Tower. Great stuff. So you can find out at Sprint Car Hall of Fame, SprintCarHOF.com. And again, Bob Baker going to join us on our podcast this week. So there you have it. How about that? Stuart Brubaker and Lance DeWeese getting wins and uh, breaking it down here. Good, good conversation with both those guys on Wing Nation. It really was. I mean, I, I always enjoy talking to Lance. I love his analytical mind. I love that he's never never content no matter how many times he wins or how good the car. You win by five seconds, you still complain. And, and then Stewart's just a great story, an independent team getting a win at, at Attica opening night.
Nice stuff. Nice stuff, that's for sure. Bob Baker going to join us on our podcast coming up on Thursday on Wing Nation, presented by St. Shrewd on MAP-TV. We're going to take a look back at a visit with Shane Carson, another one of our favorite people. So you want to catch us on MAP-TV. We're active and busy on our uh, Facebook page, on our Facebook group, on our Twitter page at, uh, at, at Wing Nation, and great, great collection of uh, past shows at our YouTube page as well. Again, big thanks to Lance DeWeese and to Stuart Brubaker for joining us. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Titan. Wing Nation has been brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our string. Watch Wing Nation Saturday mornings on MAV-TV. You can also find Wing Nation on wingnation.com or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. As much as life has changed over the last year, you're still pretty busy. So consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same tests hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 25 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.